Welcome to Help from Future Self. Hey, what's going on, Archons? Welcome to yet another episode of Help from Future Self, the conversational Keyforge podcast by and for Keyforge friends. And we have some Keyforge friends here today. I am joined this week, as always, by SC Steele. What's going on, Sydney? Hey, hey. And this week, we have special guest, Julie July, who was at one point my captain, my captain. Julie, how's it going? <laughs> Pretty good. I'm excited to be chatting with you guys. Yeah. So, Sydney, um, why don't you kick things off with uh, letting everyone know why we're having a conversation with Julie today? So, uh, as you as you mentioned, um, ABR is called the Ancient Bear Republic, and it is a team event that happens online. And, and uh, both of you and I have been involved in that, and Julie, you were Blake's captain. So Julie, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what ABR is? So like you said, ABR stands for the Ancient Bear Republic. Um, and that's, it's actually a team out on the West Coast of the United States who started a Discord server that is open to internationally to everybody. And they had an idea to start um, an international league that focused on team building, sharing of decks, coaching, and also integrating different formats. Um, so it's about a two-month-long league. Um, you're paired against a different team each week, and it's Swiss pairings within your team. And it's really fun to get to use other people's decks to be able to work with people that you would never work with or play games with otherwise because they don't live near you. They might live in a different country or on the other side um, of if, if you're in the United States on the other side of the United States. Um, so it's a really fun group organization there. Cool. You, you mentioned that there are teams. So what, what is a team? Like, how did you become a captain and, and were you a player first? I started off as a player. Um, Brobnar89 actually introduced me to the ABR Discord server. Um, and I started playing with their team there when everything was on lockdown um, and there was no way for me to play in person. And I joined the league and I was on Dave C's team. <laughs> and that was really fun. And when they were uh, looking to add new captains, I believe he recommended me as one of them. So that's how I got started with that. Oh, that's, that's very awesome. cool. Yeah. So as your um, your reign as a captain, have you found that uh, you have some challenges during it? Like what would you consider like the biggest challenge when being a captain in this sort of ABR league in this format? I think the biggest challenge is just making sure everything stays organized and that people are happy because if people are not happy and if they're not having fun, then they're not going to join again. And we want to make sure that it's fun. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. So what is drafting a team like? So you you have to get a group of people to, to play with you every week. How does that work? So the drafting process, for me at least, is very stressful. <laughs> 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 because there's a lot of unknowns that go into that, um, especially when it comes to you don't know how how other captains might have relationships with people that they want to prioritize or um, like for me personally, I don't know a lot of people in the Keyforge community 
So I remember my first drafting and I was like, I know maybe 10% of these people. Oh no. (laughs) So how do I go from there? And for me, at least it was a lot of asking around, asking people I know or looking for people um, who are playing on TCO to see like who's active. Um, So (laughs) it's a challenge. Other captains might not find it as stressful, but I do just a little bit. Are you given any information like on the people that you're drafting or do you just like see usernames and then you have to just pick them out of a hat? So everybody who plays in the league has to fill out a form um, agreeing to um, letting other people use their decks online, agreeing to be an active participant, um, and you have like their handle so you can contact them if you want to. I know some captains send out a questionnaire. Um, I never did, but that is a strategy that you could do. Is it like to see if it's like a good fit sort of idea with the, what they're looking to do with like a questionnaire? Yeah. I think most of the time when captains had sent out questionnaires, it's really just to see if people even respond to see if they're active on discord. Got Not it. necessarily well, a player level per se, but just ah, to see okay. if people are active and are willing to be involved. Well, since we're we're on the, the topic of like picking teams and whatnot, who would be your ideal first pick if you could choose anyone in the community? Let's say they you didn't oh, like no. you, they weren't captains. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna <laughs> put you on the spot there with this one. And not including Blake or I, because we would <laughs> oh, obviously be your first choice. this is a tough question um the political side of the game is now i know (laughs) how do i answer this i think one of the obvious answers is big z because he has won the past few abrs oh Oh, okay interesting good i like it so what do you like most about abr like out of everything that you do and the whole league of itself like what do you what do you enjoy the most I love the camaraderie that's there within the league and within the Discord channel. Uh, There's, if you go on the Discord, they have all different channels with different topics and some of which that don't even relate to Keyforge. (laughs) So it, it feels a lot like a community there and it's very positive there. I've never seen anything negative. And if for some reason somebody lost their mind and did, I know that they would be on top of it. Yeah, I've I've had that experience as well. I do I do find like the ABR is it's quite welcoming and it feels very friendly. Like the just the the nature of like wanting to have more people involved and the general way that people like interact in it. It's uh it's mm-hmm. so welcoming. Like I remember when I joined, uh, I was asked to by Joe, and when he told me to come in, I was just a, a very pleasant and welcoming experience and. Only reason I haven't been back is because of uh, time constraints with playing tournaments and stuff. I wanted to kind of take a step back from that. So, but I want to come back again. It was a lot of fun playing on your team. Oh, thank you. That was that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I loved when um, the dynamics of our group that we had because um, there was yeah. always people talking and playing games together and practicing, and it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. So when you were uh, playing with Blake, was the season very similar to the one that we just had? Some of the formats were different, but otherwise it was um, identical. Cool. 
So how how are those chosen? Like how are how is each week chosen? How is the the setup of the league um, created each season? So everything is decided beforehand, um, and honestly, not significantly beforehand. It's not like it's months <laughs> in the work. It's usually like a couple weeks beforehand we talk about it, um, and a lot of the formats are used again. And at the end of the league, there's a survey and people can give feedback. And if there was like a format that wasn't really liked, we ditch it and bring in a new one. But for the most part, a lot of them are brought back. And then um, each format has a variant, which is usually decided the week before. So for example, Archon week might be you can bring anything or it might be set specific and we just roll a die on discord to decide <laughs> what it is about a week beforehand oh that's really cool yeah i remember the the variants and the different formats from week to week was definitely my favorite part about it because it kept things really fresh uh, mm-hmm. Some other tournaments I've been in, when you're doing like the same thing week in, week out, and it's like a long thing, it starts to get stale after a little bit. And and I find like sometimes participation starts dropping, I've seen. But I noticed in ABR that wasn't the case at all. It was so much fun and having that variety and getting to like look at each other's decks or just even dive into your own collection was such a great experience. Like, have you have you found there's like one format that you particularly like to gravitate to each time, like or each season, I guess? I mean, I personally love sealed just in general. Um, I think a lot of people know that about me already, though. (laughs) (laughs) But sealed is always fun. Unfortunately, my sealed look in ABR has not been good at all. Oh, no. But that is the nature of sealed. Sometimes it works in your favor and sometimes it doesn't. Very true. Yeah. My favorite format when I played was actually jank because it's something that you normally don't do. So it felt really like kind of out of left field and you really had to scour for those decks that that were going to go hit above what they would normally never get played and do, which was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed net deck and really for no other reason than that's not usually something I do. And it has such like such a negative connotation with it. Otherwise that to have the freedom to do it in a situation where it was expected felt really, really cool to like throw down some of the best decks in the world. I like net deck. It was kind of hit or miss with people, which I can understand that because a lot of people want to play their own decks. Mm -hmm. Um, But I enjoyed it a lot. And I actually, for net deck week, I won that week and I used a deck of a teammates (laughs) 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 because I'd played it before um, in another league that we were doing. And I remember absolutely loving the deck and I knew that it would be a really good one to bring for the format. That's amazing. That's awesome. So, uh, Julie, what is your best advice for anyone who would be like new to the ABR League experience? So if people hearing this podcast haven't been in the ABR at all ever before and they're thinking about joining or they maybe just like dabbled last season and maybe they didn't have a good experience for one reason or another, what would you say is the best way to get the best experience if you're new to it? I think to get the best experience out of the ABR League is to make sure you leave your messages on in your team channel (laughs) (laughs) and to ask for help and ask 
for people to play test with you or ask for deck suggestions because like anything in life, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. So being more active and participating in terms of with the your team community, like the more you're a part of the team and you have an involvement in it, the more you're going to get back out of it, you're saying? Yes. So when you okay. were a player in ABR, who was your captain? So it was Dave C. Oh, that, right. It was a, yes, it was a lot of fun. Did you take away anything from like his captaining style to like, what? what is your captaining style? I just in general, in life, try, try to be more laid back and give people the opportunity to do what they feel they would be best at. Um, just as an example of different captaining styles for sealed, um, I know a lot of team captains um, just do like a random seed order and you go down and order and pick your deck. Whereas I both seasons have said like, here's the list, feel free to claim what you want. If somebody else has claimed something that you feel really passionately about playing, then just talk to them about it. And that way people still wind up getting what they think is the best deck for them. Mm. And plus it does what you said is opens dialogue between players, creates more involvement mm-hmm. communication, which just further grows the team. Not that one way or the other is better, but that's just how I personally like to do things. Fair. Sure. Yeah. My, uh, my experience was uh, with a really, really wonderfully detailed Excel spreadsheet and uh, yes. I totally <laughs> love Excel spreadsheets. So it's the accountant in me. And so I would go in there and be so happy to like fill out all the decks that I was playing and I would research the weeks ahead. And, and actually that's something that I thought was really cool too. The overall ABR league has a spreadsheet that was updated constantly. And I was wondering, apparently previous seasons, you were allowed to see the deck that your opponent was playing. But mm-hmm. this season, they decided to make that reveal as the games were being played. Was that yeah. something you you had a hand in deciding? Like, why was that decision made? It changes the way the league is run. And a lot of people felt like a lot of pressure was taken off when decks were hidden. There was discussion on... The fact that, and people could agree or disagree with this, say you have a newer player versus a highly skilled player, the newer player is going to benefit more from hidden decks than the highly skilled player who can look at that and figure out how to take advantage of the of the matchup. Interesting. Mm. So it was, and it's also, it's just a lot less stressful because then you don't feel the pressure to practice that specific matchup and make sure you find the time for it. Because I remember when we had, uh, when decks were revealed beforehand, there was this pressure that you had to practice your matchup because who knows how often your opponent had the time to practice that matchup. And when you have the hidden deck list, you know, if I didn't have time to play my deck 50 times, you know, it was okay. <laughs> right. Totally. I get that. Yeah, I like that. I think that, I think that does create a more even playing field for sure. So um, what's your best memory so far as a captain in ABR League? Is there like a moment that really stands out that you're like, okay, I love doing this. And this is because this moment just happened. 
Hmm. I have to think about this for a second. Okay. Blake, do you have one? Putting you on the spot as a player. <laughs> um, well, my favorite was kind of being able to have a pretty good record going into the last two weeks. I, th- I think I didn't lose until the last two weeks. Then I just got swept. But, oh. But my I think it was actually one of my opponents. Um, I got to get matched up, oddly enough, against uh, Nifty. I don't know if you're familiar with him on Discord or on Discord and I think on TCO, but he's one of the the young guns in the game and he, him and his twin, we played in Vegas and I hadn't been able to speak to him since we played and we played like a team sealed event and we won the whole thing. Oh, cool. It's like him and his brother and me and we just like had the blast playing in. So I hadn't been able to like interact with him or talk to him since Vegas Vault Tour. So it was really great getting to play another game with him. It was so much fun. That's awesome. So Julie, what you got? So when I was on Dave's team as a participant, not a captain, I remember, and I feel like this story sounds very silly, but I'm going to share it anyways. (laughs) I don't remember what the format was, but I think it might have been Mass Mutations Archon because that was the set that was released at the time. And... I was looking through decks and I posted them there and I was like, Dave, can I use this deck of yours? And he said, it is my best deck. And I said, well, can I use it? (laughs) (laughs) And he, he told me that it was fine that I could use it. And I think he had to think about it at first because he might have wanted to use it. And I remember feeling like I was like this unstoppable on top of the world because the deck was insane. And it was <laughs> it was just a fun feeling to be able to play with a deck like that. Oh, I That's love that. Awesome. Yeah, my my favorite experience in all of ABR, or at least the one ABR season that I was in, was my sealed game. Was that my sealed Dark Tidings game was still the my favorite Dark Tidings deck that I have ever played. Ooh. So it Ooh. it was, and just like you said, our team did it by seed. So I was actually like the second to last person to pick a deck, and it was one oh, wow. of the like lower SAS decks that were left in our collection. But I picked it because it looked fun, and it did not disappoint. It was it still simply. The, my my favorite Dark Tidings deck ever, and I've I've looked on decks of Keyforge uh, just you know periodically to see if an owner actually pops up to see if I can uh, possibly possibly get my hands on it. But <laughs> it was just so much fun, and uh, I mean to top off the week, I, I I was one of the only weeks I won, so it definitely made for a good memory. Oh heck yeah! For one of the weeks. I honestly can't remember which one. He would probably be able to tell you, but Unarmed Goat chose a deck and it was like a 58 sass or a 60 sass Dark Tidings deck. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think that he won, but it came down to like the last key in the last turn deciding who won. And it like blew my mind that he knew despite like the sass level that that was an amazing deck oh that's awesome he loves tricky decks like he is so good with like seeing a strategy in a deck and just being able to find it and play it like he's he's one of our best locals he was fun to play with and i i think he had a good time too he he brought some really fun decks and that surprised me like you said (laughs) 
So what's what's next season going to look like? Do you have any insights for us? Well, currently we're on about an eight-week break. We decided to take a short break because in the United States, a lot of things are opening back up, mm-hmm. which means people are getting busier. Um, and some of us needed just a mental break to be able to recuperate <laughs> for the next league. So we decided to take a short break. And hopefully by the time we start back up again, people will be more relaxed into their new back-in-person schedules and feel refreshed and ready to start again. So we haven't right. quite talked about the specifics for the next league because we still have a little bit of time before we have to make those decisions. Very cool. Well, as soon as you can give us some spoilers, just send them <laughs> our way. Yeah, indeed. Well, we can't end an episode without the titular segment And we call this one Help Help from Future Self. self. Julie, I understand that you have a lesson to be learned for our listeners today. Why don't you uh, let us know what that is? So a few weeks ago, I was playing Sealed in person. And I was playing against Keyforge Clint. You'll see him on Twitter and you see him around on Discord sometimes too. And we were playing and we were dueling it out. We both had two keys and I was sitting there and I said, I don't think I can stop your final key. And he said, are you sure? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> I said, I don't have anything in hand. And he he tapped the board and I looked down and I had a creature that could capture three. So I wound up winning the game thanks to him reminding me to look at my own board. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) But that's just the key to always play out your final turn, even if you don't think that you can take it or stop your opponent. And just always be mindful of the board state. Oh, that's really good. I like that. All right. Well, that does it for this week's episode. Uh, Thank you so much, Julie, for coming on and sharing your insight about the ABR League. I know it has definitely been gaining in popularity each and every season. And um, where can they find you if people wanted to reach out and ask you more questions or just uh, say hello? You can find me as Julie July on the ABR server, on the Keyforge Baltimore server, or the Keyforge Baltimore Facebook group. Fantastic. And Sydney, what have you got going on and where can people find you? Well, currently I am tonight, the day as we record, but uh, tonight going to my first in-person game at my local Keyforge store. So I am very excited for for my my local to uh, pop up again. But um, otherwise online, I am SC Steel on Discord and TCO. Awesome. And um, you can find me on Discord as uh, Boulevard Blake. That's BLVD Blake, number sign 3840. Or you can hit me up on Twitter under the same handle, minus the number sign and numbers. And of course, I got YouTube stuff dropping all the time. And you can still get your hands on some cheap mass mutation product and worlds collide. There is no more French decks left. They have sold out completely but we got some good deals left, but they are going fast. I think this might be the last week that you can get your hands on it. So uh, hit me up. There'll be details in the show notes if you're interested in that. And as always, folks, we look forward to having you tune in next week. So stay forward.